Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. You guys know Sierra got married last year. It's a lot of work. Oh boy, was it. It's a lot to do. And one thing that really helped her figure out what to do first, where to access certain resources, how to get people to know where they were supposed to go for a wedding. Zola. With Zola, you can discover venues and find vendors easily. You can message and book vendors right on their website. And truly, when I say that that was the first part that we had to do and also one of the most intimidating and hardest, it's so nice to just have them all listed right there and be able to talk to them right there and then. They also have free planning tools, which is really helpful because you don't know what you don't know. And if when you go to Zola, you have a guest list manager wedding website templates, a budgeting tool because dang, can a wedding get out of hand real quick? Mm -hmm. It could all eliminate so much stress and you'll save so much time all because it's like a one-stop shop. That's so true. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or on your couch. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. Hey, guys. I'm Jerry. I'm Sierra. We're ladies. And we tangent. Hi guys, we're celebrating Mother's Day. Uh, well, two days late, but whatever. Every day should be Mother's Day. Thank you. And <laughs> we thought it would be fun to interview our kids for this first part. <laughs> yes. So, and then we're, we'll talk a little bit about motherhood, but we got to see what the kids have to say about us first. Yeah. So Sierra's going to interview Ollie right before bedtime. We're going to see if he <laughs> talks at all. Okay, Ollie. First of all, loving your new quarantine haircut. <laughs> yes. Okay. Ollie, what is something your mom always says to you? She says. What do I say? Dada? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, let me grab this whole microphone. I know. I need he to wants perform. to squish the microphone so bad. Do you Ollie, have anything else you want to share? What makes your mom happy? Dad, dad, dad. Oh, dad, dad. <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> dad, dad, and I think I heard me. So that's it. <laughs> yeah. That's hey, about you. right. Thank you, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to say good night? Say bye, Cece. Bye. Do you say Cece? I just haven't seen him in so long. <laughs> You're like, no, let him, let him. Good night. There it was. Okay. <laughs> Love you, buddy. Night. 
Okay. You All heard right. it here. You that was beautiful. Beautiful. All right. I'm going to uh, pass oh. the headset over. By the way, just so everybody knows, we are using, um, we're still Skyping because, you know, coronavirus. Uh, <laughs> so I, we only have one headset that could work. So I'm going to be beside Noah, but he's going to take over the reins and Jerry's going to interview you. Are you excited, buddy? He's shaking his this head. Yes. Because that Noah has been looking forward to for a very long time for like months and months. Mm-hmm. And whenever we started going into quarantine, he was like, but what about my podcast episode? You said mother's day. And we're like, <gasps> Oh, no. We had this talked about planned from like when we started the podcast. We were like, we yeah. should do a Mother's Day episode and interview Noah. It's going to be so cute. And he was so ready for it. This kid loves looking and shaking his head. He's like, I am ready. He loves all things um, performing. And he's always wanted to be a YouTuber. So I was like, here you go, buddy. Here's your chance to he get your target audience. He has professional game face on right now. Can I do, can I do like another one? Mm -hmm. we'll do more than one don't worry buddy okay i'm gonna go ahead and transfer (laughs) transfer the headset hi hi noah thank you for letting me interview you you're welcome so how are you doing today we're just gonna ease into it you're good feel free to just talk bud you can you are allowed to talk yep she's interviewing now you're good okay you're very like professional right now. I'm I'm trying to do my best not only to like make mistakes in this. You don't have to there's no such thing as mistakes in this. Just be yourself. Your mom and I screw up all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. And Shane gets to fix it. <laughs> you ready? Yeah. Okay. So question number one. How did you and your mom meet? Well, I mean, <laughs> well, it's because I was born. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good answer. Good answer. So it was like what, eight years ago, you'd say? Yeah. Yeah, in Dover? Yeah. What are three words that you would use to describe your mom? Nice. Kind. And, well, something that describes somebody who likes to read. (laughs) Good. She's nice and kind and she likes to read. Your mom sounds like a grandma. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What is your favorite thing about your mom? Well, my favorite thing is because she, like, Buys me stuff. She hangs out with me a lot. That's nice. Um, can you do an impression of your mom? Like, no. what's something that she says a lot? I don't know. You don't know? Hmm. Does she not talk to you? That's what I say all the time. No, she does. Um, talk to me. Oh, she, she's, well, she says no a lot because I asked I asked to play on a phone. <laughs> she's like, no, man, that's mine. What do you think her favorite thing is about you? Um, 
I don't know. Wait, can we pause real quick? Yeah. Oh, are we paused? Yeah, yeah, bud. It's just I have a piece of tomato stuck on my stuck on my tooth from uh, dinner. <laughs> oh, do you need to get it out? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm just trying to chew on it. <laughs> <laughs> do you need me to help? No, I swallowed it. Okay, you we can pause. It. <laughs> okay. Okay, we can unpause. Okay. What do you think your mom's favorite thing about you is? Well, I don't really know. What's my favorite thing about you? Um, I I don't know, actually. Ask her. What's my favorite? You're very kind. You're kind, too. Because I... You're very funny. Those aren't funny and kind. <laughs> Those are great, great qualities. I also agree that you're funny and kind. So if you and your mom were to switch places, you ever seen Freaky Friday? No. Okay. In this movie, Freaky Friday, the mom and the daughter switch places. Oh. They like body switch. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. So if you and your mom got to switch places and you got to be the parent and she was the kid, what's the first thing you would do? I don't know. If you were a parent? Would you ground her? Make her clean her room? Probably. Because that's what you do to me. <laughs> He's like, payback is It's not a nice lady. <laughs> um. All right. Here's one. Hey, don't look at your mom here. It's just you and me. You ready? What is one rule you're just sick and tired of? Just staying home. Oh, me too, man. Me too. I'm sick and tired of the stay at home rule too. If you had a million dollars, what would you do first? Probably buy, probably buy my mom a snow globe. Oh. <laughs> I was just, the second part of that question was, do you feel like your mom should get some of that? But his first thing is going to be for you. Would you share it with your mom? Yeah. Diapers are expensive, and she bought a lot of diapers for your butt for a long time. Uh, you got to pay her back. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite memory with your mom? Um... Whenever we watched the last Harry Potter movie. You watched the last Harry Potter movie? When did you do that? Last night. That was your favorite memory just last night? Well, dang, it must have been a good movie then, huh? Mm-hmm. Did you have any movie snacks? No. Uh, and by the way, in the last question, I was also going to say I would buy myself a new Xbox. <laughs> so mom gets a snow globe and you get an Xbox? Yep. <laughs> that seems fair. I have one more question for you. Are you ready for it? Okay. Yep. What is your best advice for any mom listening right now about what you kids want from us? My best advice? Yeah, your best advice for moms about what kids want. About what kids want? Yeah. 
Well, I would say get more books. <laughs> get more books or bucks? Books. You want more books? Well, I already have a bunch, but I mean, you you can't just be playing on the Xbox all day. Hey, you know what? I think you're preaching to every mom right here, and that she's gonna show her kids this, and you <laughs> you just won with that answer. Well done. Good job. Thank you. Thanks, okay. Noah. For do you have anything else you want to share? No, I'm just gonna say. Please, don't mind me, even though I play on the Xbox <laughs> a lot, like Koi. <laughs> All right. Thank you. You're welcome. We'll see you next time. Okay. Love you. Bye. Bye. How, how did that go? I only heard a little bit of it. <laughs> it was good. I feel like I should have asked him more questions in the beginning to loosen him up because he was just feeling like... I felt like he felt like he was under pressure, but he did so good. He was very nervous. I could tell. And he, it he was so saying, sweet. He was like, I don't want to mess up. I don't want to mess up. I'm like, you're fine. Be yourself. Everybody's going to love it. Yeah, I think at the end, he loosened up there. Yeah. That's what I was like. I should have just give, given him a bunch of random questions in the beginning and then like then done it. But, you know, you live and you learn. Guess what, Noah? I screwed up. <laughs> it's fine. So. Next time. We're still working the kinks out, too. So it's fine. Yeah. No, but he that was really sweet. Everything he had to say was really cute. Good, good, good. I like, you know, what's funny. He's still in the room, but <laughs> I've never said I liked snow gloves. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I heard him say, I thought you did. <laughs> I'm oh. just like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I do then. Yeah. Oh, oh my well, gosh. I, I said do. one time that I had a craving for a cereal with a marshmallow in it. Yes. Shane has come home with 16 boxes of marshmallow cereal. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> I finally had to tell him like, um, Maybe next time, something not marshmallow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a one-time thing. I literally, uh, that reminds me of, I was listening to a podcast and someone said that same thing where like their, their mom's friend one time said she loved chickens and like then everything she got for 20 years had chickens on it or was a chicken. And she's like, you guys, I'm over chickens. Yeah. <laughs> I said that one time and you yeah. latched onto it. There maybe was I year. did. I might have said it one time, and I can't remember. And it's maybe just you just like have one, and you're like, "This is cute." And he's like, "Oh, she deserves every snow globe there is," which I love. I think it's so funny. Oh man, so motherhood. Yeah. You know. Did you have a nice Mother's Day? It's probably did. weird. It was weird. Um, I did get to see my mom and my grandparents. We stayed mm -hmm. pretty far apart. I mean, yeah. it, it, we weren't together super long. It was like, hello, goodbye. They were wearing masks. Yeah. And then we left. But it was nice because that was the first time that my son has gotten to hug his grandma in two months. Yeah. And oh, maybe longer than that. So I think that was good for both of them because 
Man, there's one thing that you don't realize when you're going through all this, and it's how much you miss, like, human contact. Even just, like, holding hands or hugging. Physical, yeah. Physical physical. human contact Mm -hmm. is, like, something I'll never take for granted again. And I don't don't like touching people. (laughs) No, well, I am a big hugger, but, like... We did uh, one of those birthday party parades, which I love. I think they're so sweet. I love that the schools are doing parades. Um, I think that they're wonderful. I cry every time I see them, except (laughs) when I just had one go down my street. Oh, my God. It's during Ollie's nap. Yes. And I almost ran out on my front porch and shushed an entire (laughs) row of cars. Literally, uh. Corey was sitting up here, so I'm in, like, our office area, and it faces the, um, I'm not going to say the name of the street, but it's a busy street in our town, you know, and uh, there was one of them going by, so they had the sirens because they had the police escort, which was so cute, and they're honking a bunch, and he was doing a test online because all of our college courses now are all online. So you have to have the webcam on you while you take the test so they know you're not cheating. And he's like, I was just so annoyed because you could just hear it. And I'm like, <laughs> my professor's probably like, nice. <laughs> yeah. The, but I he think was that was freaking the thing out. that was so annoying was that the fire truck is what I first heard. Yes. And I live in a neighborhood with a bunch of retired people. And so my first thought was, which one of you died? Right. <laughs> like, who, Seriously. Who is in danger right now on my yes. street? And then... um. I heard, hi, kids. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And I didn't hear the fire truck anymore. And so I thought everything was going to be fine. And then the police car ended it. And it was like, whoop, whoop, yes. whoop, whoop. And I'm like, is it necessary? Are the sirens necessary? <laughs> no, um, I don't think so. Although when I did see Noah's for his teachers, the sirens were what made me cry. I was like, this is it. I'm but then about two hours later, because it literally was a two-hour long that one was from Noah's school that Corey heard. And it was two hours after we had already gotten home from waving to them. Yeah. So he, I was like, enough. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. The magic yeah. is gone. But the whole reason I brought that up is because um, I babysat for a family for a very long time. Um, actually, the little girl is the same age as Noah. So she was one when I started watching her. And then at, when she turned four she was our flower girl and Noah was our ring bearer oh yeah and those then, pictures are so good oh they have photo booth pictures together and they're adorable and she just turned eight this year and so we were in that parade and we stopped to wave and it still says happy birthday Bryn on my car oh that's so <laughs> and, cute uh I rolled the window down and the mom who I became very very close with ran up and gave me a hug mm-hmm. and I sobbed because I had not touched another person outside of like my household. Yeah. The two people in your house. Same year. Yeah. It was just, it was so, so emotional and, uh, yeah, it's, you forget how much that means. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the other thing. I mean, I was like, Oh no, but at the same time, and we talked about this a little bit, it's so hard to tell children. Mm-hmm. Not to, because it's, it's, you understand as an adult what's happening, but to tell a child, like they don't get it. And then they're just kind of like, why all of a sudden is nobody coming near me? Right. So I was like, okay, one time, just do it. Oh, it's <laughs> super fine. hard with Ollie because he doesn't um, understand. Yeah. And we've gone over to, um, we've had people like, 
uh, Shane's mom, she, she'll like be in our backyard. And if yeah. he goes over to them, she stands up and runs away. <laughs> yeah. And That's what so, I was like, doing when I, we went on a walk. I was just like running yeah. from him. And he just looks like what's, what is going on? Like, why can't, why won't you hold me? Why won't you hug me? Why can't like, what is going on? He, and what I'm happy about is he kind of thinks it's a game. Yeah. So like he thinks he's chasing people, but it breaks my heart that he wants to go over and love yeah. on these people. And he can't because of the situation. So, oh, that has is, nothing to do with nope. anything we plan on talking about, but you know, it is Except, just I guess the it way was, of the world. Yeah. Quar- Mother's Day during quarantine, which was hard. I mean, I'm glad that at least my child could love on me because that was wonderful. And he, Corey got me flowers and Noah got me a, um, <laughs> it was a picture he colored. It says happy, or I'm sorry. It says dabby Mother's Day <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's a dog dabbing. <laughs> So I'm definitely framing that and yeah. <laughs> um, it's pretty great. But that was one of my favorite things that they did. I'm, I missed out on it this year, definitely. But in elementary school, I love that, um, you know, the little things you just did with him are the things, you know, what's mommy's favorite, whatever. And I just love seeing the answers that they come up with because they're so or they cute. They really like do a project and they like make you a gift to send home. And- oh my God. He made me a keychain in preschool i still have it mm, that's so really cute, cute. Mm-hmm. um i wrote my mom a card because i'm not going to the store being no, pregnant, I like i am not going mm-hmm. and i feel weird i'm very weird about cards because i think they're useless but also they're not useless <laughs> because right. if you just pick one up to pick one up out of obligation, it's a waste of money and it's a waste of a tree. Right. But if you find a card that accurately says everything that you're feeling and it's like your way of delivering a message to someone, like then I think they can be really beautiful. Um, even if that message is like funny. Right. Um, And so when I'm not able to like just go through every single card and pick one out, I'm, I'm not going to send Shane to grab one. Right. So I, I wrote one for my mom and, uh, I kind of reflected back on, it reminded me of when I used to make her cards when I was growing up Yeah. and every mother's day I made her breakfast in bed. Oh, and I always used my easy bake oven. <laughs> so Dude, I her- always wanted one of those. Like that was my one gift that I'm like, I need it. I never got one blueberry pancakes in the easy bake oven until I learned what a scrambled egg was. And if you ask her, I actually hadn't learned what a scrambled egg was (laughs) because I don't even, she for sure had salmonella if she ate those things, but (laughs) I I would make her breakfast in quotations because she revealed to me later she never ate it um yeah i don't blame probably her wasn't safe <laughs> right. to be fair um and then i would go pick flowers and i would put it in a vase and i would bring it up to her and i would like deliver her breakfast in bed with a card that i made and so oh. it just reminded me of that like i felt like i was nine again yeah. making her a card um but yeah shane shane got up and made breakfast and then um, 
He had made me chocolate covered strawberries the night before. Like, oh my God, Corey's mom made me those. I thought that's so sweet. I was like, yes. Well, Shane's mom had told me, she was like, hey, I sent you a Mother's Day gift. It should be coming by Saturday. Um, Heads up. I was going to send you this kit to make chocolate covered strawberries, but they weren't delivering in your area. And I was like, what the heck? (laughs) Like, why? I was like so mad at whoever wouldn't deliver them to me because I love chocolate covered strawberries. Mm. Um, and she's like, but I got you something else instead, not a plant. Cause she knows I would kill it. So yeah. <laughs> it arrived and it was, um, like a thousand English muffins. That's hilarious. <laughs> not a thousand. It was like, it was three different kinds of English muffins, but there was like a lot of them. Yeah. And, and four cinnamon rolls. Ooh. It was from this like bakery. And then there was waffles. Ollie and I had the waffles today. They were basically like donuts, but in waffle shape, they were Ooh. so good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, when I woke up, it, I was like, Shane, what about these? And he's like, I already have this plant. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I got some cards and then he made breakfast and I got a, I got a massage out of it. I got to rearrange my bedroom, clean my closet. That's nice. I tried to take a nap, but I just laid there and I'm like, I can't just lay here. (laughs) I wish that that was my headspace. Um, Mine is like, you need to get this done. And I'm like, I wish I could just lay here. (laughs) That's, I just, that's all I want to do. It's fine. Oh, there's a, see, there are things that I need to be working on um, and that I should be doing, but I think my way of procrastinating those is reorganizing my closet. Right. That is not like obviously a pertinent thing for us to do, but that's who. Yeah. That's my gift to myself was a clean room for once. Good. I washed my sheets. So now my face can take a a breath. <laughs> Sometimes I forget about my pillowcases and I'm like, why do I have acne again? Oh, oh my God. When was the last time I changed my sheets? It's great. Plus if you just live in filth, then your body gets used to it. Yeah, it adapts. So yeah. that's really what the what we're trying to say is don't ever clean your sheets. <laughs> <laughs> don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sleep in filth. Well, I have a couple questions for us to answer if you'd like to. Yeah. All right. I'll let you go first because normally you're the one that gives me the questions and then I got to think on the spot. And guess what? I still didn't think of any answers this time. So <laughs> it's going to be great. I am obsessed with clothes. Oh, yeah. It's a problem for me. It's a problem for my closet. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's why I'm so excited to be sharing Newly with our audience because Newly is a way to try out trendy styles, colors, silhouettes, all different kinds of things that maybe you've been interested in but are like going to make your bank cry. Mm -hmm. Now you can rent them for a period of time and then you just ship them back. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month, access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands with inclusive sizing. That's another beautiful thing Mm -hmm. because a lot of places may not have options for everyone and this has so much diversity, not only in the brands that they offer, but also they have fast free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in Newly's state-of-the-art laundering facility. Plus the option to buy what you love. It's fun. 
It's sustainable and you can save because you get to try out a bunch of stuff that you like or maybe you're like, I don't know, maybe I would like this. And then you get it and you're like, "Ah, I don't think that's for me. But there's no commitment to buy it unless you really do love it. And you're like, you actually can't have this back, Newly. I'm keeping it. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six dials. But right now you can get $20 off of your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code TANGENTS20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y dot com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code TANGENTS20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's with code TANGENTS20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Do you think seeing a therapist or psychiatrist would be helpful, but you don't have the time to actually find one and meet with them? or afford them, try Talkspace. By doing everything online, Talkspace has made getting the help you want easy, accessible, and affordable. Honestly, a lot of times you make that appointment at your appointment you already have. I don't know when I'm going to schedule my breakdown. I don't know when I'm going to need to talk to somebody. And with Talkspace, it's so nice because you can send messages to your therapist so you don't have to wait for your next session. Talkspace therapist can help with any specific challenges that you might be facing. And it's the number one online therapy platform with licensed therapists in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, substance abuse, relationship issues, so much more. Plus, therapy can help you find the tools to cope in difficult times and just be a guiding light. So like maybe you're not going through something really intense, but you just have like, I don't know, a work issue or something going on with a friend of yours that you just need an outsider's perspective. And Talkspace is amazing for that. They also are in network with most major insurers. So check in on that. Yeah, absolutely. If you got it. Plus, as a listener of this podcast, you'll get $80 off of your first month with Talkspace when you go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash tangents and enter promo code SPACE80 to get $80 off your first month and show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash Tangents, promo code SPACE80. Spring vibes are in the air, and when you bring in some of the beautiful flowers that are blooming around your house, you probably want to smell them and not your litter box. Mm-hmm. Thanks to Pretty Litter, you can. Seriously, nothing beats Pretty Litter's ability to instantly trap odor. And I'm serious when I say that the, whatever magic is in those crystals, I cannot smell anytime. My cat will literally poop right next to me and I don't realize that she did it until I hear her litter box start going. It's lightweight, low dust, and one six-pound bag works for up to a month. Pretty Litter's crystals also change color to indicate early signs of potential illnesses in your cat like urinary tract infections, kidney issues, and so much more. Which is super helpful since cats can't talk and that's important information to have. (laughs) So true. And if that wasn't enough, Pretty Litter ships free right to your door. I know because whenever I go over to Sierra's, it's there. (laughs) Always have some. Seriously. But it's so nice because I don't have to change it as much as normal, but I still have some on deck then whenever I do need it. And you won't run out and you don't have to go to the store and carry around a giant thing of litter. Go to prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. That's prettylitter.com slash tangents to save 20% on your first order and get a free cat toy. Prettylitter.com slash tangents. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Want to connect with a family member who doesn't speak your language? Then check out the language learning program Rosetta Stone on desktop or as an app. Rosetta Stone is designed to immerse you in the language you're learning through an intuitive process. Plus, the True Accent feature even gives you feedback on your pronunciation. And with a lifetime membership, you have access to all 25 offered languages. 
Get started today. Visit rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 to get 50% off your lifetime membership now. That's rosettastone.com backslash pod 50 for 50% off. What is the most important thing to you when it comes to menstrual care? Um, I would say probably not having to worry about leaking, going about mm. my day and not worrying about having to run to the bathroom when you feel that, oh, what's, <laughs> what's going on? Out uh, I think I'd agree. Yeah. And that's why we're excited to tell you about Flex. If you want a period product that looks out for your body, your lifestyle and the planet, you've got to try Flex. There's the Flex Disc, which is a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. It's not a cup and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any period product you've ever seen before. One flex disc can be worn for up to 12 hours and it holds as much flow as three super tampons. Plus, you can wear it for mess-free period sex. Yes, my white sheets love that for me. (laughs) Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So, they are planet-friendly. And if you want to go with zero waste and have the planet love you even more, you can pick up the Flex Cup, a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. You already know how to use it and you won't lose it. Yes, which is very important. It's also disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. So when I say like this is easier to use than tampons i really truly believe that well this beginner is grateful for that (laughs) yes it's also velvety soft and completely body safe and it lasts for years so say goodbye to cramps put sex back on the table and lend mother nature a hand go to flexfits.com slash tangents and use code tangents for 20 percent off flex disc starter kits or 10 percent off your first flex cup plus you get free u.s shipping that's code tangents at flex, F-L-E-X, fits.com slash tangents. Perfect. Uh, my first one is, what advice can you give to first-time moms? Um, hmm. It's a tough one. It is because I feel like you, it's... There's multiple things. And you don't want to give the cliche, which is like, sleep when the baby sleeps. No, that's uh, advice. Don't listen to anyone who says that. No, don't. because there you can't. Yeah. Um, see, I have some stuff for like pregnant people, like, yeah, but that's not. So some advice I guess I would have for a pregnant person is like, don't listen to any horror stories that anyone tells you about like don't listen to any story about someone else's birth because a hundred percent yours you're gonna gonna be yeah totally unique to you yep yep that's such a good one because oh my god the things that I heard before I did and then I had it all the other thing I could say to branch on to that is um don't expect if you have a birth plan your birth plan to go (laughs) the way that you want it to because mine I had it all set up and then it a hundred percent went wrong and I ended up just doing it naturally, which was probably the way I should have done it in the beginning. Did you have a birth plan? Um, I, my birth plan was to not feel anything, which is not realistic. (laughs) So my birth plan was whatever they offer you drug wise. I was 20 and stupid. And I was just like, yeah, whatever they offer me, I'm going to take it. 
because I was afraid because of all the horror stories. So now knowing what it was and knowing that towards the end, my child had super broad shoulders. If you've ever seen him, he is a lanky, broad child (laughs) and he would not come down and I couldn't feel because I was all epiduraled out. So um, next time I'm definitely going to do it try to do it naturally because that's the way I did it anyways because they had to shut it completely off or else I was going to get a c-section also don't beat yourself up if you have to get a c-section because it happens and it's the way it goes yeah part of me after how badly like how much I was in pain um part of me was like I almost wish I would have had a c-section I know I know my goodness I pushed Um, for three and a half hours (laughs) Oh, I pushed for like, 30 minutes. Hate you so much. I <laughs> shredded myself like uh, like I friggin' <laughs> rode a horse with a cheese grater saddle, but it's fine. But um, it's all good. <laughs> um, one thing that I always hear moms freak out about um, is like having enough clothes and having the nursery ready. Mm-hmm. And we moved when Ollie was three months old. He never, ever spent a single night in his nursery. Not one. Yep. Same with us. And we moved when Noah was a year old. He still never spent a night in that nursery. Yeah. So, uh, like, one of the things I always hear moms freaking out about is, like, either that they're under renovation or that something didn't come in in time for the nursery, like, and to each their own. Like I, I know someone who, um, like from night one had their baby sleeping in the crib. That was just their plan. They never wanted the baby to sleep in the room with them. That's fine. But if you plan or, um, are going to allow the baby to sleep in the same room as you, like in a bassinet or something next to you, then, don't stress about having the nursery done because no. it's going to be six months before that baby goes yeah. to that nursery. And all your newborn clothes and everything you've had put away are going to be not even, you know, you're going to have taken them out of all the drawers, move them into your room because it's just so much easier. We had a pack and play that was like a bassinet on the top mm-hmm. and then a changing table on the side. Slept with that sucker beside my bed with the rocking chair and because I was breastfeeding. So I would just get up, rock him, throw him back in there. Like, here's the thing, man. When you're that tired, you I don't want to walk that far. <laughs> like, even if it's yeah. across the hall. I want to scoop that baby up, change it by like right beside me if I can. And then go the frick back to sleep. <laughs> yeah. Time yeah. management, baby. Any sleep is an amazing amount of sleep. Yeah. The other thing I was going to say about clothes is you have no idea how big the baby is going to be when he or she comes out. So like, even if you think you're game planning, um, clothes for like the season, you have no clue how big they're going to be or if they're going to grow to fit. Like Ollie is still wearing 12 month clothes and he's 16 months old. Yeah. So by the the time. Yeah, he's not going to fit. We just got him 18-month clothes for, like, the summer, and I don't even know if he's going to fit in them. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. How long have I been, like, going into the background? <laughs> you were honestly scaring me for a little bit, but I didn't want to Sorry. Say it. it was just, like, at one point, only half of your face was showing, and I was like, this is fine. This isn't a nightmare. I'm fine. <laughs> 
Um, I found this effect on Skype where I can add a background and I, <laughs> I put myself she's just been floating into a dock with like a sunset and I was like okay (laughs) nightmare I turned it off this is not better but it's all it's all right um I was going to say on the flip side of that my child came out big as shit and (laughs) like just he I think maybe a week we were in newborn clothes maybe but they were all tight because he was chubby he was like eight pounds when I had him he was just a big, hefty, big-headed little boy. <laughs> and so we were in zero to three months within the first, like, week of him being home. And he was wearing 18 months before he was a year. Like, everything we wore, I could barely put the same outfit on him twice before he was up to the next size. So it was just like, yeah. wait, 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 wait. Everything was yeah. so, ugh. That poor kid has so many pictures of him where he looks like a little marshmallow coming out of his like t-shirt and his little thighs because Ollie looks like he's swimming in everything. He's like the total opposite. It's so you know funny. what? Stop dressing your kids, period. That's my best advice. Leave oh, them my... in pajamas. The They're zip up poop ones. in everything. So yeah. why does it matter? The zip up pajamas, the buttons are a nightmare. So just live in zip up pajamas as long as you can, because taking on and off a onesie and the snaps and the pants, it's just too much. Oh my God. Onesies are (laughs) terrible. Not terrible, but just like those ones that have the shorts. So then you have like 14 buttons and you're trying to do those at nighttime. And then you're like, cool, I missed a button. Or you pinch your kid's skin in one. Yes. Which I've uh, done a lot. <laughs> you th- you think they're so tiny and cute and you're like, yeah, and then they're wiggling and they're screaming and they're crying and you think yeah. that you're on a, a time limit. Just zippers. Zippers all day. Zippers and pajamas. Okay, Who are so you impressing? That's what I'm saying. Uh, piggybacking back on this question. Piggybacking? Piggybanking? Who I cares? wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> I'm so tired. I was going to let you piggy bank. It's fine. <laughs> piggy back in on that question. It says, what was the best advice that you ever received? Uh, you know. Have I you, have. You, oh, go ahead. Do you have one? I do. Okay. This is, this was the one that, uh, the one that I, Um, And I was going to say this for the advice I could give, but then I knew the question. Sorry. (laughs) So I saved it. But um, somebody told me that like back in the day, I can't remember how she told me, but basically here's what it is. If you at nighttime know that there's a sink full of dishes and your baby just fell asleep or whatever, take that extra hour, those extra minutes and cuddle your baby because the dishes will always be there. Always. Mm -hmm. There will always be dishes to do. There will always be laundry that needs done. And especially, I'm going to get teary-eyed talking about it, but. Oh, you just reminded me I need to switch my laundry. Sorry. (laughs) Thank you for that. Because what I was going to say is there's going to be a time where your baby doesn't want to cuddle you anymore or is too big to cuddle and you can't pick them up and take them to bed anymore. And when that happens, you're going to look back at all those times that you put them down to go get your laundry switched or to go get your dishes done and think you know just that that, I, you don't want much faster than i thought because you know i you always hear that and i was just telling shane yesterday that when people said that to me i thought that like that age would be like five right 
And now, like last night, the power went out. And oh, it was so windy last night. I'm like, I know, scared me. Um, the power went out, and so Ollie's sound machine turned off, which normally wouldn't be a bad thing, except I got up to pee, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and he must have heard me. So it woke him up, and he started crying. And I knew he wasn't going to be able to go back to sleep because the power was out. So I brought him in bed with us, and he will not cuddle. He will not sleep with me. He will not lay on me. It doesn't matter how how tired he is. Um, When the power finally came back on, I was like, "All right, buddy, let's go back to your room." And he, I picked him up, and he like pointed and he made a sound because he wanted me to grab his blanket. (laughs) And then, uh, yeah, I put him back in his crib, and that was it. And I realized, like, oh my gosh. That's already happened. He's yeah. 16 months old and he's already like, I can't get him to sit and watch a movie with me. But I will tell you, and now it might be different because I don't know your child as well as my own, but I will say Excuse that me. you've never met my kid. <laughs> no, I do know him, but not as well as like, but there was a time period and Noah was a pretty cuddly baby, but around like 15, around a year, I would say a year to almost three he did not want sh- anything to do with me unless he yeah. was super sick or something. And then he would be like all over me. But now, even now, he'll still cuddle with me. That's why we take it every single night that he's been at my house because we have split custody. So, And I haven't been working and I have been soaking in the afternoons because a lot of times when I would work, I would work afternoons and I wouldn't get the bedtime, mm-hmm. you know. And we've been having ugh, bedtime is my favorite time in the whole world. But we cuddle, we'll watch either a movie together or watch some funny videos on my phone, but we cuddle, like I'll put my arm around mm-hmm. him and he lays on me and it's like, I don't want, I, I know that eventually that's going to go away. You know, he's not going to be doing that when he's 14, <laughs> but yeah, I just, he did stop for a while and I thought, wow, that was it. Okay. That sucked. And then around three or four, he started doing it again, just when he was sick or something like that. But now I'm telling you, I think that seven and eight has been like my favorite age that he's been so far. Yeah. It's just the best. It's the best thing in the whole world. They're just like. So I have six years to go. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Those six uh, years go by freaking fast. Let me tell you. Because if I could look back, I, I feel like just yesterday he was coming out. Now all of a sudden I'm like, oh, you're an adult. Okay, cool. Well, he's buying I... me slow, snow globes. <laughs> Oh, you didn't hear this because you were um, getting the dog. But Noah said, were you, I don't think you were up here whenever I asked him what his favorite memory was. He said last night when you watched the last Harry Potter movie. Oh, shut up. (laughs) It was just last night. So anything else you've done until last night. Was trash. Was was the peak. (laughs) We had a really good night last. I'm telling you, our nights have been so good. We've we have had the best Harry Potter. I have watched the Harry Potter movies with him probably three different times. But he's finally old enough to like get it. So he was asking me questions, and then he was like, "Oh, mom, that's because whatever." And I was like, "He gets it." (laughs) It was the best. So when we watched it, and again, cuddling. Yeah, man, that was that was a good memory. Do you have an answer or are you? Um, uh, I'm trying to think of the advice because I didn't ask for a lot of advice. I didn't want a lot of advice because I felt like, um, I felt like I didn't, uh, it scared me. Yeah. 
when I thought about parenting in general, it scared me because when I was growing up and wanting to be a mom, it's because I like taking care of people. I liked playing with kids. I, um, I liked, I don't know. I just felt like I had a maternal instinct, but then when I realized and like I forest is just like going nuts right now, but <laughs> I realized this is a person Yeah, and everything I say and everything I do will have an impact in shaping who this person is and who this person is to other people. Yes. Um, it freaked me out. And I, I, when I'm in those situations, I shut down. And so I don't ask for help. I don't read books. I don't do anything like I read books anyway, but <laughs> I don't do anything because I feel like too much information can be sometimes just as damaging as like a lack of information Yeah, because it just feels cloudy. I think one of the best things I've heard even since is like, um, that he'll do things in his own time. Yeah. Which I have to keep reminding myself because I beat myself up as a parent thinking like he's not where I think he should be. Right. Um, and so I feel like he's so advanced though. (laughs) There are just certain things where I look at other babies and I'm like, Oh, but he's not doing that. Or I look at the charts or I look at like, um, the apps and they're like, Oh, is he doing this? And I'm like, no, should we, should we be doing that? Yeah. And it's, the advice was basically like he'll do things and he'll do them in his own time, like celebrate who he is and celebrate it when it's happening instead of um, trying to rush to the next stage. Something Shane and I, I guess this would be my best advice is um, don't try and rush to the next stage. And, and something Shane and I have tried to do recently is take the phrase. I can't wait until out of our vocabulary when it comes to Ollie. So instead of saying like, I can't wait until he can do this. We say, I look forward to when he can do this. Yeah. That way we don't wish the time away that we have with him right now. Yeah. Because it really is like, like I said, it feels like I blinked and I know that's so like, Oh, everybody says that, but like, it really feels like I just went to bed and woke up one day and I have an eight-year-old where he was just like waking me up in the middle of the night yesterday. It was yesterday. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he is in nightmares. No. Uh, okay. So what was the best baby item you bought or received? If any new moms are listening. Um... I really loved my uh, baby wrap where I could wear him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was wonderful because I was someone who, like, I couldn't just lay. I had Mm -hmm. to do things. This is a me problem. I don't know how to rest. Yeah. (laughs) And so I need to constantly be uh, taking care of something. So being able to, like, soothe him and wear him on my chest and be able to get things done. Um, also my bassinet had wheels on it, which was and a hole in the side. Yeah, that's nice. So I could see him. And when my crotch was on fire (laughs) after (laughs) I gave birth and I would do those sits baths, I would wheel him into the bathroom and from the tub, I could look through the little hole in the side of his bassinet and I could see him in there and I was like watching his chest rise. So I like didn't have to worry. It yeah. was absolutely delightful. Yeah. 
See, I had my child a decade ago almost, <laughs> so it feels like I am so jealous of those little baby wraps. They, those were not around when I had my child, and if they They're were, like they long were long pieces of cloth. I know, but they were like it, not a thing back then, and if they were, they were not safe. <laughs> so yeah. um, that I didn't get, and then I've also seen those little socks that like monitor their heartbeats. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Do I wish we had those? Because I slept with him in my room, but, you know, a little bit away from the bed. And I swear to God, I would wake up every hour and just run over and put my hand on his chest. And I was like, what? Yeah, we had that. My child, even now, like not when he was a newborn, he did not sleep well, but he has always been a heavy sleeper. So when he started sleeping longer and heavier, he would sleep longer than me. And I would instantly wake up and be like, Oh my God. And after running yeah. check, that just stopped by the way, like two years ago. <laughs> I was going to say, I like, still do it up until he when was he like naps six. for when he naps for a really long time. I'm like, he just went from two naps to one nap. Mm-hmm. a day and so they're like anywhere between three and four hours and when they push four hours I'm like are you okay yeah and we um we rearranged his room and so we like haven't figured out where we want his baby monitor yet and we're kind of waiting because Forrest is going to be in a different room and there's dual monitors we're going to figure out so he's not we haven't been using a monitor for months Oh, really? And we also haven't been using it's um, I don't know if there's different versions of the sock, but we use the outlet. Yeah. And uh, we haven't used that. Yeah. Uh, we haven't used it in a very, very long time. But I will say initially um, when I was very panicked. Yeah. <laughs> getting home. That was a lifesaver. And like it's connected to an app. Yeah. So I would watch my phone and I could tell based on his heart rate, if he was going to fall back asleep and stay asleep. Oh, and that I could, is amazing. I would stare at it, and if I would see it start to get quicker, I'm like, no, 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 go back to sleep, go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and what I, hey, here's some advice, moms. Yes. Switch the outlet when his foot gets too big. <gasps> because if you... <laughs> If I almost accidentally Chinese binded my kid's foot oh, yeah. <laughs> because I didn't realize that he had outgrown the, <laughs> the original sock. Yeah. Because uh, he started in the smallest size. Right. And eventually he obviously grew out of the smallest size, but we just kept, it was routine. Like, okay, put the sock on him. And then I looked in his, <laughs> I looked at his foot and his toes were kind of overlapping. And I'm like, what's up with this foot? It looks real wonky. And we always did it on the same foot. Cause he would kick it yep. off the other foot. And I looked and his other toes weren't like that. And then I looked and I realized, Oh, oopsie. <laughs> this is the wrong size. And I have been like binding this foot to fit into the sock. <laughs> yeah. It's fine now. It's fine. He's got fine feet and he runs so hard on them all the time. Yeah, he does. He's, <laughs> He's very agile. He climbs on top of the table. Yes. Um, okay, what was the least useful thing you got or you bought? I uh, have an answer. The swing. Any really? Swing, any swing or like... Um, I just realized I didn't answer my other question, that last question. Yeah. And that was going to be my answer. So that's very it's funny. The swing? That, that, the swing, Noah, he could not sleep without it for like month the whole month of month one to month two 
could not sleep unless he was in that swing. No, uh, Ollie would not sit in the swing. Now there was this like vibrating chair he liked a lot, but that's the yeah. thing. Like people put so much stuff on their registry. Like I know I did because you have no idea what, what they're this- going to like. Right. Right. They are a, they're a puzzle that come out and you have to figure them out. And just when you figure them out, they have a growth spurt. And then they're like, guess what? I'm a different puzzle. And you're like, what? <laughs> they're always changing. Yeah. The so, other day I said something about some kind of food and I was like, ew, I hate that. And I was like, you used to love that. And he's like, well, I hate it now. And I'm like, what? When? 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 He, he's giving me advice. He says, when you get older, <laughs> you start to hate things that you liked when you were younger. You know what? He's not wrong. I know. I agree. Well, and vice versa on that. I never liked mushrooms. And guess what, Sierra? Mushrooms are delicious. So way yeah. to miss out on those for your whole life. Yellow peppers, too, man. Oh, my God. Yum. I <sighs> love me some mushrooms and onions and peppers. All things I hated when I was younger. <laughs> and I was like, ew, take them off of my food. Yeah. Now I'm like, why? Um, I guess I want to change my, I just keep coming up with advice with every question that you ask, but oh. it would be not to put a bunch of stuff on your registry. Just get gift cards. So that once you figure out that is what such this a kid good... wants, yes. <laughs> then yes. you go and get it. So you don't end up with a bunch of stuff that yeah. you never end up using. It's very funny because when Dave and I, um, we are classic procrastinators, the pair of us. Uh (laughs) And I'm so glad that he married somebody. I was just telling my mom this because we were talking about Mother's Day. And I said that Noah made breakfast. He stayed the night at his dad's that week. So he made breakfast for um, his stepmom. And I'm like, I was totally okay with that because I feel like it's Mother's Day. Celebrate all the moms in your life. And she's a big part of that, too. So for sure, he should be allowed to do that. It's not just my day with him. He's got a lot of mother figures, right? whatever, grandmothers, whatever. Anyways, but um, so then I started talking about her to my family, and I was just like, it's just really nice because Dave and I are very much the same kind of people, and she, like, freaking gets us in line. (laughs) (laughs) When we first had Noah, we waited. Dave did not install the car seat until the day we were leaving the hospital, okay? (laughs) So, I was like, hey, man. And it's not like I went into labor. Everybody I talked to was like, well, I've had the car seat installed for weeks just in case. I didn't have a bag packed. I packed the bag as we were leaving for the hospital. Um, And then Dave still had to go home and get me things because I forgot them. We had didn't have his room done. We didn't have the pack and play put together till he got home. Like, all of these things we had waited for, but I'm so glad, kind of, that we did because we didn't go out and, like, buy a whole bunch of things or put things together. So then when we figured him out, we had things that we could return because we were like, oh, we never even used this. And he didn't care. It didn't bother him. So then we could go and buy, like, size up diapers because, oh, my God, no one buys diapers other than newborn and ones. And I was like, wow, we are set. And then he grew out of those, like I said, very quickly. (laughs) So we had to go buy size size up diapers, but that is very true. You don't you don't ever know. So I'm thankful for. Um, and guess what? They don't know recipes. either. No, they, <laughs> they don't know, no and idea. they don't care. I think that that's another piece of advice. I sorry guys, I'm I wasn't prepared, so I can't. <laughs> I wasn't thinking. But another great piece of advice is, hey, people used to do this in fields. Seriously, you're oh gonna my be gosh. fine. It's it's gonna be all right. When I when I panic because I I like 
misplaced his his sock that tells me his uh, breaths and and heart rate. I think someone gave birth in a field. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. People are still giving birth in their cars. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. Yeah. I, w- I watched a YouTube video where this woman was like, um, hey, I have really fast labors. I think we need to go to the hospital. And they're like, oh, we, you know, if your contractions are like this, I think you have some time. And she's like, no, I think we need to go to the hospital. It's starting to storm outside. Like, I don't want to have to worry about it. She gave birth in her hallway. Oh, <gasps> no. Her husband was on the phone with... um. They were in England, so I don't know who was like their version of 911. She, he was on the phone with them and they were instructing him what to do. He had to cut her pants off, and he said that when he cut the pants off, the baby's head was like already crowning. No, yeah, and then they're like, You got to keep the baby warm until the ambulance can get there. Like, (gasps) yeah, she's like, I gave birth on the floor of my hallway. There is somebody that just did that, I think, in Canton, Maslin area, because uh, I'm in a Facebook group with a bunch of girl, like women, and she just posted her big story about it. She gave birth in her bed <laughs> because she was like, I think I'm having a contraction. It was like her sixth kid, and she she has had fast labors in the past, and she said she looked down, and it was like coming out, and she's like, uh, we can't get to the car. Like, it's happening right now. When you're so, on your sixth kid, your body is basically a t-shirt cannon and you're just it's shooting just like, them out. Totally, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say my answer was something I used one time and then boxed up and took back and got something else. And it was a wipes warmer because. Oh, yeah. Um, I never got anything like that. Your babies don't care whether it's cold or it's it's already cold. You just took off their nice pee-filled diaper <laughs> that's been keeping their body warm. It's going to be cold, okay? Air's hitting that. It's wet. Just give it a quick wipe down. You don't need to worry about And it was such a pain having to, like, fill the wipes in it. And it was just like. Well, they sent you home from the hospital with wipes that you were, like, they were, like, dry wipes that you were. So, I don't know if they did this for you. Was, no. uh, you got. You gave birth 17 years ago. Yep. But (laughs) (laughs) they sent us home with like these dry wipes that you like would run under warm water. Oh, wow. And yeah, we just took them because they were free and we're like, we don't care. Um, But yeah, Ollie actually preferred the just, you know, regular. (laughs) Yeah, he did not care. He's like, I don't need anything fancy for my butt. Give me that stuff, lady. Just wipe me down. Yeah. (laughs) Um, what was the biggest surprise you've encountered with a new baby in the house? Mm. I have a good answer that yeah, you probably that you probably also can relate to. I know you can. Um, here's something that people don't talk about. They talk about diaper explosions a lot, and that's cool. What people don't talk about is when your baby gets old enough to take their diaper off in the crib oh. while they're sleeping. Yeah. So. So I didn't know that I had been through countless explosions, whatever, not a big deal. I remember I woke up one morning and I could smell the poop from my room, which was two rooms away. (laughs) That was an issue. I was like, oh, no, he probably had an explosion. No, so much worse. So he had taken it off in the middle of the night and then took a big fat poo in his bed. (laughs) Then, because he was not even, he might have been, a yeah, he was definitely like 16 months old. He was like, what's this, Play-Doh? And was smearing it all over the wall, 
all over his hair and is, I mean, everywhere that a baby touches, which is everything. Yeah. It was in, like, on the rails of his crib. <laughs> I, it was the most horrifying thing I've ever walked into in my life. It looked like a crime scene. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I, I, at that point I was like, do I throw it away? And by it, I mean the baby. <laughs> <laughs> what do I do? There's no saving. I, I really didn't know. I grabbed him by the back of his shirt because <laughs> so, he was trying to touch me. Yeah. I was like, don't. You're like, uh-uh, baby. So I like pulled him out with his leg in his back of his shirt and I threw the whole thing, <laughs> the whole baby, into the tub <laughs> with water in it and the shower on. <laughs> and then I just like threw everything in the crib away because there was no saving it. Yeah. And I had to like get in the grooves because... The crib was my father built the crib, so it was yeah. for his children. They passed it down to me. So there was like these beautiful grooves in it of decoration. Oh, just oh. <laughs> poo filled <laughs> cracks. <laughs> so that was the worst thing that I've ever. That that was my biggest surprise. And he wasn't even a new baby. He was an he was an older baby. He should have been an old baby. <laughs> Ollie did that, and it was right before I had a photo shoot. So I was like. I gotta go, honey. Sorry. Here's a. <laughs> Ollie was already in the bath, so I had just gotten like um, the cleaning stuff and set it out for Shane and then left. <laughs> um, yeah, that was horrific. Um, I think. What was the question? What's the What's... biggest surprise? Yeah. Um, Something probably... that happened that you weren't prepared for. Probably the, um, honestly, it has nothing to do with something that happened with Ollie and everything to do with my response. I went into motherhood with the mentality of, you know, cause the advice that I had gotten was like, he'll do things in his own time. I never wanted to give myself a hard time. I see moms give themselves a hard time all the time. I saw the memes. I saw the articles. I saw all the stuff of the moms um, just beating themselves up constantly. Yep. And I told myself, I'm not going to do that. If I can't breastfeed, okay, then yep. I'm not meant to breastfeed. I'm not going to give myself a hard time. Um, if I am not meant to give birth a certain way, then okay. If I co-sleep, then okay. If I don't, if I let him cry it out, like if, as long as I make a decision that I fully wholeheartedly believe is in the best interest of him and our family as a whole, then I'm not going to beat myself up. Yeah. Surprise was I beat the shit out of myself <laughs> yep. all the time. Yeah, all the you, time. You can't help it. And I I feel like any advice I would give to another mom about that, like you're doing great. Um don't be so hard on yourself. Um are they happy? They're love, they're safe, like then everything is fine. I can say that to someone else. I cannot hear it. Right. <laughs> I can I can dish that advice. I can't take it. It's, because for yeah. some reason, I'm the exception. Yeah. And that was the biggest surprise is that I, I thought I could would go into this, this being motherhood, with this just understanding and grace for myself. 
and it all flew out the window when I saw him and I was like, I must be everything. I have to be perfection. (laughs) Yeah. So that because if not perfection. Yeah. If not, I don't know what trauma you're going to experience or what's going to like bother you or whatever. Like, yeah, that was the biggest surprise is that it's, um, even if you go into it with a positive mentality and, and being understanding of yourself and giving yourself, cutting yourself some slack, it can immediately go out the window. Yeah. And you're probably going to second guess every decision that you do make. Cause I know that that's what I do. Every yeah. single decision I make that I'm like, wait, was that the right one? Or what, what, what are my possible outcomes from this decision? And then I'm like, Oh my God, he's going to need is, so much therapy. Is this going to be the time that I ruin him? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I just picture him in his therapist's office being like, so one time my mom said she didn't want a snow globe. <laughs> Yeah. And it was all I thought she wanted. And then I'm like, I'm so sorry. And I, that's when I decided that I was going to kill people. Right? <laughs> right? Like, what? Oh, no. Oh, it's horrible. Okay. How do you find your me time? Oh, no. Um, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the problem. That's honestly a problem is I don't carve out me time Mm -hmm. um i shane and i have tried to carve out intentional us time yeah um but like i said before i have a really hard time resting um because i think we've talked about this before there's this unhealthy uh push to be productive all the time yeah the whole the whole like beyonce has 24 hours in a day you can you also have 24 hours a day like you can get it done and it's like but should I? <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. And do I need to? Like, yeah. I I have fallen into a really unhealthy balance of just I'll, I will like I said earlier, sit and try to relax, and I can't. Yeah. Because I feel that I am wasting time, and I don't recognize that rest is essential. Yeah, it, it absolutely is. So I, that is something that I need to be, um, better about. And I told Shane today, I was like, my body is, I'm getting to the part in my pregnancy where my body is like, Hey, I don't know if you know this, but you're pregnant. Can you stop? Slow down. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and so it was like kind of achy. And so I decided to just like sit for a little bit while Ollie napped and Shane's like, um, I've been telling you to sit for, I don't know how long. Right. Yeah, I guess your body has to break in order for you to finally sit to realize you're like, oh, shoot. Yeah. Yeah. So my advice again, this is just, you know, me figuring out that I have advice that you didn't (laughs) ask for um, is don't wait until your body is literally breaking to realize that you need some me time. And if me time means therapy then go to freaking therapy. A hundred percent. And also don't assume that just because you are a mother and that you've whatever, that not you have to be a mother 24 seven, take a break from it. Yeah. Like you would any other job, like obviously don't, you know, leave your kid alone <laughs> or whatever. But yeah. that's the thing when they're like, when they're napping, you nap and that's fine. But when do I get to take a bubble bath? 
Karen, like, you know, so if you, if you have to, um, take them to a relative's house so that you can get a nap, or I remember one time, um, my grandparents came over and I was like, expect, they expected, I'm assuming that they expected me to visit with them because it was right after I had Noah. So I'm like, guys, I want to visit with you. I haven't slept in four days. I'm so tired. And like, I looked like I hadn't slept in four days. And my grandma, I didn't even say that to them. I was just like, sorry, I'm so tired. And my grandma was like, go upstairs, take a nap. Um, we're fine and we'll take you know we'll watch the baby and I was like okay awesome so I went upstairs took a four hour nap I expected that they would come and wake me up they didn't so I slept for four hours when I came downstairs my grandpa had gone to the grocery store he had gotten all of like groceries we needed toilet paper paper towels all the things I hadn't gone and got my grandma had cleaned my entire house because Noah had napped during that time so they were able to do it and I cried so hard because I was like you guys my biggest problem, this is here. I'm gonna give advice too. My biggest problem was I still I don't know when to ask for help, and I just yeah. assume that oh, asking yeah. for help is like either um, admitting you can't do it, admitting can't do it, and that I'm a burden on other people. When a lot of times they want, they're like okay with that. Mm-hmm. So uh, ask for help if you need help because it's super important yeah. and. That's now me time is easy. He's eight. So he just, you know, does whatever. And then I'll read a book. But a lot of times, like he's been falling asleep in my room. And then um, for an hour or two, I will read a book. That'll be my me time. And then I'll move him to his room after that. I have one last question. Okay. What is the best part about being a mom? Mm. Honest, like the first thing that pops into my head is like when he sees me. Yeah. Like when I had a doctor's appointment this morning. And so when I came, I left before he was awake. And then um, when I came home and I got to see him realize that I was home, the squeal that came out of his mouth, the little yes. dance that his feet did, and how he, he like runs to me, I think seeing him. Um, do things like that without prompting. Mm-hmm. Seeing him show love and excitement and just attachment, I guess, uh, without prompting is like, just makes my heart explode. <laughs> yes. Isn't it amazing too watching them realize what love is and feel that emotion? Because I feel like I've had to teach him so many things and it's like you can't mm-hmm. teach somebody to love you right so that what you're talking about I think is so awesome when you see it because you realize like you are the most important person in their life right and like especially before they can verbalize it but even now Noah tells me all the time you're the best mom in the world you're my favorite person you're my best friend and it's like I've never prompted him to say that or that those reactions so like to know genuinely down in your heart that that person views you as Mm -hmm. like the most important person in their life. That's the best thing about it. And also it, I love, Oh, sorry. I was just going to no, say, I also fine. love, um, 
I think my my second part of that answer is watching him become the person that he is. Because again, I, there is yes. no prompting, and it's a little bit of like I teach him things here and there, but there are some he, just watching the person he's becoming, and every day learning what he likes, what he doesn't like, and like you know that person better than anybody else. I could tell you Noah's ins and outs probably better than anybody in the world right now. Right. And I think the same with you and Ollie. It's just you spend so much time with them and you know so much about them and it's like you they you just watch them become the best person. And I love I it. I feel I wrote Ollie a letter um I don't know where it is. I should probably find it. But when he started wanting to go outside the second mm-hmm. he woke up every day, he didn't care what the temperature was outside. He wanted to be outside. So I would literally wear this giant sweater blanket parka and sit and freeze outside so he could run around. And I saw things in him that I realized that he had gotten from me. Yep. And I see things that he had, he's gotten from Shane, but like whenever I was... I would see him fall yeah, or I would see him fail and he would just get up and do it again. And I was like, you are not afraid to fail. You are not afraid to make a mistake. You are not afraid. Um, if you get hurt to do that thing again, Yeah, you don't shy away from it. And there was just, there was so much that I was seeing in him that I loved. And I, it sounds silly because he's a baby and he doesn't, like he's just he's unaware that he, those are, that he's doing those things exactly but well, it that's was what so, makes it so cool yeah it was powerful i was just sitting and i was crying because mm-hmm. i was like life has changed me as a person and it has made me fearful to fail and it yes. has made me um when something hurts me not want to be around it again. It makes me not want, um, to try again when I fail and I see him not care about those things. Yep. And it makes me want to also not care about those things. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it's just, it's really cool to know that like, cause you always see people saying like, Oh, I'm their mother, but they're my teacher kind of thing. Right. But he really is. I'm yeah. I'm realizing now how much just my own experiences has taken the innocence and the wonder and the resilience and just the determination away from me because I've developed all of these fears. And I just hope that I, that Shane and I can try to keep him where he is. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But that's the coolest thing, I think, is just seeing him become a person and seeing him, like, light up. And the reason I keep putting such an emphasis on unprompted is I feel like when you do the whole, like, um, do this, do this, show them you can do this, you know, I don't know that they're – to me, it's just, like, performing a trick. Right, like, what's a genuine response then? Right, right. If you're always, like – go run and give mommy a hug or go give me, you know what I mean? And right. you very much, you've never been the type that's like, go give him a hug with him. So when he come came over before this all started and he would just lay his head on me or give me a hug, I'm like, 
Oh, because you've never been. But I love that because I know it's not him feeling obligated to do that. And And part of it's for selfish reasons, because I want I want to know what he's actually feeling and thinking. And if if he feels weird about someone and I see he doesn't run up and give him a hug. Cool. Right. But if he feels obligated and forced to hug everybody. Yeah. Then I can't tell the difference between. And now he might not be able to tell the difference between a genuine emotion and an obligation. So it's a big yeah, problem. That's why like we were on FaceTime. I think I might've mentioned this once before, but we were on FaceTime with Shane's mom and we were getting ready to hang up and he blew her a kiss. Yeah. And I didn't know that he knew how to do that. Uh huh. And it was just, it was so cute. And when he out of nowhere comes over and gives a kiss and like, yes. He did that to me several times when I was watching him and I was whenever you went yeah. to Florida and I'm like, oh, it's so wonderful. Yeah, man. I got to go wake him up and hug him now, I think. I know. I was just like turned around <laughs> looking at Noah. I'm like, come here. Can't wait to yeah. snuggle you. <laughs> it's hard. Motherhood is like really hard. I think parenting in general is really hard. And before we close, because I know that was your last question. Um I also want to say, like, this is not an easy holiday. I actually didn't even write anything yesterday. Um, Holidays like Mother's Day make me very uncomfortable because it's one of those times where it is a celebration, but it's also a reminder of loss in a lot of different ways. Um, And I can remember when we were going through our miscarriages, I wanted to be a mom so bad. And I felt like I wasn't a part of the club. Yeah. (laughs) And so I love seeing when people share like to the moms who are still waiting, um, to the moms with babies in heaven or to the to those who have lost their mom or have strained relationships with their mom or with their child. Like I love that there is this inclusivity and that people are no longer being like, there's one version of a mom. Absolutely. So I just wanted to take a moment to recognize anyone who listens to this and feels like they don't get to, they don't qualify or they're not allowed to be in our club. You're in our club. You're absolutely, (laughs) yes, absolutely. So. Well, good. (laughs) Good discussion. (laughs) I I didn't know. Like, that's why I didn't write anything yesterday because I I have so much I want. Yeah, I (laughs) have so much I want to say and so much I like, I want to include, I want to be so inclusive and I want to word it well, and I want to do all these things, and I it, it's one of those situations where I feel paralyzed, and I, I instead do nothing at all. So, this, well, I'm I glad guess. you did it because it's very important. And I know I know several people recently actually who um, this is either their first, second, or third, but it's a recent Mother's Day without their own mom. Yeah. So. It's important to include those people because I know that this holiday, like Christmas and a lot of other holidays where you think that it's joyous for everybody, it can bring up a lot of yeah. bad too. But you're included and we love you. And 
That's and it. thanks for hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> all right. That's the, that on Mother's Day. All Happy right, days guys. to you all. Yes. All right. We're out. Goodbye. <laughs>